Welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. We're at uh, fifth episode and getting closer and closer and closer to just getting the hang of this one, and it's been fun so far. But today we got an awesome guest. We have Janae Wicker. I got that right? Yeah. Okay, let's. With, <laughs> I just had to get that out of the way, getting the name right. That was the first step. Uh, she is the president uh, of the... So she's a member of the 2023-2024 Executive Board for the Campus Activities Board, and she's also the president. So thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's, I, I wanted to really, when I messaged you about coming on, school started last week or the week before, and so we're really getting into the swing of class and stuff, and with the swing of class comes more and more and more activities. Yes. People are doing more things on campus, whether it's Greek life or whatever it is. People are doing things. They're right. they're going to class. They're this. They're that. And so I really wanted to get you on and just talk about student engagement. I know that's such an important part of our everyday college lives because without engagement, there's we have nothing. If you just right. get you just go to school and go to class, like you're not getting the full experience of college. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to talk about, you know, just what it means to be a student on campus, uh, what you guys do. And so I guess we can start off with just talking about the Campus Activities Board. Right. What do you guys do? So the Campus Activities Board's mission is to amplify the experience of all our fellow Lions. So we do that by hosting programs and events throughout the year. And we have a committee that actually is the forefront, so they speak for our student body on what activities they want to see, what events they want to see. So That's awesome. I know when I was in college, one of my favorite things to do that you guys hosted was movie night. Yes. And it was always a movie that I've probably already seen or, like, something that, you know, you probably could go to the Red Box and rent it for, like, yes. $2, but you were going to watch it for free. You were in your dorm room. There was nothing better to do. You get some popcorn for free, a drink for free. Like, you was... It was fun, and right. you'd go watch a movie, and it was just something to do because, I mean, for me, I was living an hour away from home, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't go out with my friends, and so I was at school, and so in that situation, I was able to make some friends, and so it was just an awesome experience. Yeah, we, we definitely have a lot of movie nights playing. Like, everybody comes out to our movie nights. We just recently did one for Rush Hour 2, and we had a great come out for that one. Last year, we did a um, Silent Place. And a lot of students are asking for a silent place, too. So we had a packed house for that one. Yeah, I also <laughs> liked it because you guys didn't uh, you guys didn't shy away from, like, horror movies and, yeah. like, rated R movies. <laughs> like, a lot of people would be like, oh, we can't show that at a school. But you guys were like, yeah, we're going to show, show it. it. We're all adults here. <laughs> like, it's not like we're in high school anymore. Like, we're adults. We can watch a movie. Yes. And so I always thought that was really cool. What are the, some of the other things that you guys plan and host? Um, every year we do silent disco. So we just did silent disco for the first uh, school. Um, you know, we have our traditional events. So that, um, we have Gumbo Yaya, Scarberry Jubilee, Southeastern's birthday, Rumi's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we also, um, sponsor Miss Southeastern. So we host the Miss Southeastern pageant too. So anything dealing with Miss Southeastern, we fund that. But outside of our traditional events, we have those movie nights. Um, we have cab karaoke. We have, we do we have a lot of a lot of things planned. So yeah, that's awesome. So I'm going to ask you about one that someone may not know what this is, but it is probably the not not only is it probably the funniest event that y'all have, but it's also one of the best. Explain silent disco because that's something that okay. they may not know about because it kind of it's kind of an oxymoron. 
Okay, so Silent Disco, when I when I introduced it to the the freshmen, they were like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So what it is, is everybody gets their own set of headphones, and we have three different DJs, so they get to pick their vibe, that's what we call it. So they get to pick what DJ they want to listen to, so when you have your headphones on, you listen to music. But people that don't have headphones on, it's like completely silence, and you just hear tennis shoes. It so, is. <laughs> <you> I just... <laughs> I walked in late one year, and I, was, I wasn't I was going to participate because I was lame in that sense, but I was going to uh, get some film because we were doing a project for one of our communications classes, and B-roll of that event was one of them. And I just walked in, and I just remember just ha- having to hold back my laughter because it was so funny just seeing a bunch of people just dancing and having a great time, and I couldn't hear a thing. All I could hear was their breathing and, and their the movements and their shoes. Yes, and it was so funny to me walking in, and I'm just like, these people are having a great time, and I have no idea what any of them are listening to. This guy could be listening to country music, yes. and this guy could be listening to Young Boy on the right. And you have no idea what they're listening to, and so it was awesome. Uh, tell us more about you know we talked about silent disco. Tell us a little bit more about more of the formal stuff. So like Miss Southeastern, what do you guys do for that? So Miss Southeastern, we do that. Every year we have a Miss Southeastern every year. Currently we have Kobe Painton as our Miss Southeastern 2023. So coming up we have um, her pageant in January where she'll be giving over her crown for Miss mm-hmm. Southeastern 2024. So basically um, Miss Southeastern falls under the Miss Louisiana and Miss America's um, organization. Mm-hmm. So with Miss Louisiana it's a scholarship competition. So it consists of... A talent, you have an on-stage interview, off-stage interview, and a formal. So even if you don't win a crown, you still have the chance to get a scholarship. A lot of women walked away with scholarships. Um, I even competed last year, and it's it's a great experience, and I'm thinking about doing it again. But That's awesome. You gain a lot of, um, I call them my pageant sisters. I still talk to them to this day. But you gain a lot of friends, skills, experience, networking. So it's a good experience. I highly recommend um, our fellow Southeastern students, females, to partake in it. Yeah. What was your platform that you ran on? Oh, I wrote, wrote on um, cancer awareness because my family's background um, has cancer. So that, that was my platform. Just trying to get um, free screening for women here on campus because I know it's kind of hard for um, most families to afford cancer screening. So I was just trying to get free screening. I know my favorite thing about Miss Southeastern is that a lot of the time people, you know, they equate pageants to just like outside beauty and things of that nature. But really when you go to those Miss Southeastern pageants, you're hearing these women talk about like things that are real to them. Like it's real. They're getting down to like their real person. And so I always really enjoyed that because, you know, I I'm not into the I, I I'm not into like the dresses and the flowers yeah. and stuff. But going and hearing people talk about like yeah. their real struggles and what they're really going on and why they think they should be an ambassador for the university is really cool to me. Yeah, a lot of um a lot of the women's platforms it it really connects with them and their background and stuff like that. Like Kobe's is testing other risk for rare diseases because both of her siblings or sisters have rare diseases. So that was her platform. It hit home. And her um, talent, it was she sung a song that her she used to sing when her dad was away in the military. So a lot of her whole platform was surrounded by her, like her family. So it's awesome. So a, lot, a couple of y'all's events that y'all do are like massive 
takes the whole day at Southeastern oh, yeah. events. So like Gumbo Yaya, Strawberry Jubilee, Southeastern's birthday. Those events aren't just events that you have to take the time out to go to if you're a student. Like you have to walk there. They're there. They're there. I mean, they're in the breezeway. They're in front of the union. You guys are everywhere during those events. And the students can't avoid those. Yeah. And so when you, when you go into planning events like that where you know almost every student that's on campus that day is going to go through and they're going to they're going to go to a booth. They're going to get some food. They're going to do this or do that. Like I know at Strawberry is Strawberry Jubilee the one where they do the crawfish? Mm, no. It's gumbo, yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay, Gumbo, yeah, that's even better. So I'd been a while, graduated in 2020, <laughs> so trying to get it back, but I know that when I went, you know, you were walking through, maybe you wouldn't normally go get those things, but on those days, you know, it's there. And so how do you guys plan knowing that you're going to get a lot of students those days that may not usually participate in y'all's events? So for our traditional events, like Gumbo Yaya, Scarborough Jubilee, literally all of our traditional events, we have to plan like months in advance because we're expecting like a huge crowd more than like a regular non-traditional event. Mm -hmm. So we plan those months in advance because like for Gumbo Yaya, alumni comes out. And then we have student advocacy, like Dr. Summers, Dean Willis, and the president comes out as well. So we we tighten up and we ask the student body what they want, of course. We know we're going to have the jambalaya and things like that before. It's like the activity stations, having rock climbing walls and stuff like that. To get the students engaged, we normally send out like a forum to see what all they want so we can bring them in. That's awesome. I know it's probably all hands on deck that oh, day. Yeah. you got to have every staff member, every student y'all have got oh, working. Yeah. So that's why we have a committee. So we have an executive board and we have a committee. It's all student-led, but our committee works, helps us get everything in line. So they help us with the setting up, taking down, make sure all the um, all the stations are covered, doing the ripping and running. So they always got our back. It's not just the executive board. So we have a strong committee. When I was an undergrad, I was also a president of an organization. So I know how filling out ROAs, oh, yeah. all that stuff is. I know how you know how difficult it is sometimes also to delegate to students because a lot of the time you kind of just want to see it done yourself because yeah. – you know, maybe you you just want to make sure that it's perfect. And so how what what is it like as a president having a group of people under you that not necessarily under you, but with you that you can lean on to help in those times of maybe too much. Yeah, there's too much on your plate, this or that. I think of my executive board as a family. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we have each other's back wherever someone's slacking because we're students first at the end of the day. So I always tell my executive board, like, if y'all need a break, because I know event planning can be, it can be rough at times, especially when we have those big ones. So I always say, you know, if you feel like you need to take time out, take a step back, just let us know, and we'll have you back and getting it done. So, Well, that's awesome. One of the things I want to talk about, you talked about your students first, and that is such a huge part of everything Southeastern does is that there are so many career readiness organizations like you have. We just talked with the Lions Roar. You have the Southeastern Channel. You have all kinds of things, KSLU Radio here, that student readiness, you have you have a group of people that are learning how to, you know, in college, learning really how to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
people may think that planning events and things like you guys do is not something that you could really realistically look forward to, but it absolutely is because there are so many jobs where people, you know, help plan events. So how do you guys bridge what you guys do into more of a career readiness? Well, I'm actually a strategic communications major, so event planning falls under that. So I think of my care position and the work I've done like since my freshman year because I started off in the committee my freshman year, and now it's my senior year and I'm president. So I've worked my way up and gained a lot of skills. So in this position, I think of it as like an internship, like preparing myself for the next mm-hmm. step because when I graduate, I actually want to do event planning. So... And we have, I mean, I know in Tangible Parish specifically, we have a great event planning staff with yes. Tangible Tourism, and we do a lot of cool stuff. We just got done with Hot August Stroll last mm-hmm. weekend, and so there are a lot of events in Hammond or in Tangible Parish specifically that are just people just they they they're there at, and you guys are at the forefront of that. You guys start that here at Southeastern. You know, a lot of the events that we have in Tangible Parish are, you know people from southeastern they planned those they went to southeastern and so you guys are really like the the beginning of the event planning you guys are the forefront of event planning for tangible parish that's really cool (laughs) so another question i wanted to talk to you about going back to the student you you being a student first that means you go to class oh yeah and that means that you just because you're the president of the campus activities board doesn't mean that your class load is any different than any other student how do you balance that because I, I, my answer is sometimes I couldn't, or yeah. I really struggled to. Okay, over it. It wasn't easy at first because outside of being executive, being executive board member for campus activities board, I'm a resident assistant as well. Oh, your schedule's way, yes. way more packed than mine was. Yes. <laughs> so I'm actually a resident assistant for university housing, and I was vice president last year. And last year was my first time holding like two major, you mm-hmm. know, organizations. So I it took prioritizing. <laughs> so I had to remember I'm a student first, but I also had to utilize my resources. So there's a tutoring session, um, there's using Google Calendar mm-hmm. and keeping myself, you know, structures. Time so management is time huge. management, yeah. So I learned time management last year. I'm just learning yeah. time management just last year. Well they tell you that they tell you that at or- orientation. They're like time management, yes. time management, time management. You're senior year of high school. Time management, time management, time management. But when you get here you you I mean for me specifically when I was a freshman, I got here and was bombarded with college. Oh yeah. It was every cause I grew up in rural Louisiana like a town, not a city. I did not grow up in a city. I grew up where oh, we had a small Walmart. Yeah. We had a McDonald's next door. We had, a, we maybe had a Subway. Uh, sometimes we had like a Burger King. They would close down every now and then. Like it wasn't like a great place. Like it, with all these opportunities, but then you come to Hammond and it's like you've got all that in one spot. Yeah, I mean, Hammond, <laughs> the Southeastern realistically is bigger as far as people and things to do wise than my entire town was growing yeah. up. And so like. You get here and you're bombarded, but they tell you, you know, time management. How are you supposed to do that as a freshman? It is one of the hardest things to learn. And so I, you say you learned it as a junior. That makes complete sense to me. Yeah, and then I came in during COVID. I graduated in 2020. So mm-hmm. I came in during COVID. I didn't really have to go to class, so there really wasn't no reason for me to have time management. But once my sophomore year came around and 
we were free. So you were really thrown into the fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, oh, let me take a little thrill. Let me take they a didn't, break. They didn't take much of a big break after COVID getting oh, no. back to classes and stuff. Oh, and no. so I definitely understand what you're saying because that, that's a struggle, especially when you got used, so used to it. Because, I mean, COVID was, you know, we talk about 2020, but it really was. 2020 and 2021 yes. like 2021 was just as as much affected by covid as 2020 was and so like that whole two-year process was like it was a lot to take in and so i can definitely i can definitely see where you're coming from with the whole time management thing and yeah. just not having the not having the experience with it until your junior year and it's kind of when you're thrown into the fire with those things that you kind of have to be because oh, yeah. it, it was, you I let was one, forced i was yeah. forced to learn time management at that you point. can't let one slip <laughs> yeah if you let so. the grades slip, you lose the, the two. Scho- yeah, yeah, I have scholarships and stuff. I was like, let me buckle down. <laughs> yep. And it, you kind of have to. I mean, that's yeah. one of the biggest things. So I definitely I definitely get what you're saying. Um, if a student, so we've got students coming in, freshmen, sophomore, juniors, you know, some people are coming in 30 years old, whatever it is. They're com- you have a bunch of different students from a bunch of different backgrounds coming in from a bunch of different ages. What do you what would you tell those students, you know, from all those different backgrounds? If you had one message as the president of the campus activities board, what's your message to them once they get here? I would say Southeastern definitely has a home for everybody. It's very a diverse campus. And that was the reason the sole the sole reason I came here is because it's so diverse. Like everyone has somewhere to go. There's an organization literally for yes. everyone. And like I said, I came in during COVID, so I didn't really know that. But once I did get out, I found my crowd. I found what I liked. I found, you know, my passion in all these different organizations and networking. So Southeastern is literally what you make it. If you don't get out, then you would never know. So I would say get out, go network, and you'll find your home. You'll find that organization that you just click with. Absolutely. And it's so important to get out and do things because – Every single person that came from high school to college will tell you your circle changes, who you mm-hmm. are changes. Everything about your experience from high school to college is almost completely different. What you do, who you do it with, yeah. it's all different. So you really just have to put yourself out there because, you know, for me, for example, I my high school had everything it's got. And we, we all kind of knew each other. Everybody knew each other's name. Like we didn't know each other, know each other, but everybody knew their names and stuff. And you come here and you think it's going to be so difficult to make friends because you've had these people in these confines with you. But once you get here, I mean, making friends was relatively easy because everybody else is in the same situation (laughs) you are. Right. Yeah, I definitely say just just get out and don't be scared to talk to anybody, especially Mm -hmm. freshmen. Y'all going to do the same same thing. Y'all trying to find a friend. So, yeah, I just say speak up. (laughs) One of the things I wanted to talk about, because, you know, you talked about how many students are on campus. Southeastern has a disadvantage to most campuses. It's also an advantage because, obviously, you don't have to go, go to school on Fridays, most people. Mm-hmm. But, like, your disadvantage for, if you're a Southeastern student is that most of your classmates don't live here. Oh, yeah. It's a commuter school. How do you guys as the Campus Activities Board bridge, you know, having so many students that are – commuters like what do you guys offer anything for like commuters or is it just so this year I actually came up with a um added a new position to my e-board it's called director of culture and inclusion Mm -hmm. so what they do is they cater to all those different 
um, all those different communities. So there'll be commuters, it'll be athletics, like basically just making programming just for them because a lot of our events are normally after five. Mm -hmm. So commuters usually miss them. So we've planned a lot of events um, this semester. They're through like 11 to 2 or 12 to 1. Like our movie nights, we've added two slots instead of it being 7 to 9. We have a 12 to 2 so they can come watch the movie too. So yeah, well, you go to class, go get some food <laughs> yeah, from the so union, and then go watch a movie. That's yeah. what we're working on um, this awesome. year. This is the first year we've, we've actually, like, dedicated a position to make sure that we check that off, and we cater to every every um, community here on campus. So, Also, I'm glad I asked that question because I yeah. had no idea about that. That's awesome because – I, for the first year I was at Southeastern, I commuted from Bogalusa, Louisiana to here. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it feels like, it felt like forever, but it was only an hour. A lot of students have like a similar commute. And it was tough because I wanted to hang out with my friends. I wanted to go play pool with my friends. I wanted to hang out with them, but I also had to drive two hours a day. Yeah. And so I had like this huge like gap in my schedule that I just couldn't do anything. So like I had to, I had to learn like, hey, maybe you know, turn my notes into like audio. I turn my, I would turn my notes into audio books, like, <laughs> really? like recordings. And I'd have like an AI speak it back mm-hmm. and I would be able to hear it while I was driving. And I, in hindsight, I think that I was <laughs> ahead of the curve, but I'm pretty sure that's like a thing now. But like, it was just, I, commuting was hard. Yeah. And so like you guys adding that is so awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. My director of culture inclusion right now, she's working on um, something called calling all commuters. So we're going to have like specific days and times where we just do programming just for them. That's so. awesome. I think that's, that's something Southeastern definitely needs because you have such a huge, I mean, you yes. look at that parking lot out there in the mornings at 830. There's not a spot. Mm-hmm. There's not a spot open. And this is a huge parking lot. That's a oh, yeah. lot of cars out there. And there's not a spot open in the mornings, and that's because you have so many students that are driving here. And you know that's part of the that's part of the the, the glamour of Southeastern is that because it's a commutable school on your in your freshman year, a lot of students, schools don't let you commute if you're a freshman, yeah. but Southeastern does. It's so affordable that way, and so it just opens up a different alleyway. And you guys are helping bridge that. So that's oh, yeah. awesome. Another question you talked about inclusion. You talked about diversity. That is a key. That's one of my. That's one of my main things. I taught two years of high school before I came here, and one of my big things was that we don't do enough in our society for inclusion. Yes. You know, we we uh, there's so much, there's so much. There was so much so much separation that we have as people, and we don't do enough to fix that. And so, what are you guys doing for inclusion? Not just for commuters, but for people of different backgrounds and different races and different ways of growing up, what do you guys do to support inclusion? Well, right now we're working on um, partnering with Lavender Lions for, like, gender inclusion. Mm -hmm. And, again, like athletics, the Spanish club, um, BSU for black African Americans. So we're trying to reach everybody and do a lot of partnerships. Um, what What was your question again? So just how do you guys, what are you guys doing to support inclusion at Southeastern? Like inclusion for everybody. So if you're a uh, Hispanic trans student, like, or just, that's just an example. Like, what are you guys doing to support inclusion for the people who have a way different background than the person next to them? We definitely have to, one thing I say, do research. And I've gotten it from being a RA because 
I house people from all different Talk kinds of backgrounds. Talk about inclusion. You got yes. them all. You got everyone. Yeah. All different kind of backgrounds. So I have to do programming monthly just for being, you know, mm-hmm. RA. So it's definitely doing the research. And like I said, our committee is our forefront for the student body. They act as a voice for the student body. So just doing our research and asking them, like, what is your heritage like? Like, what can mm-hmm. we do to cater? What um, holidays do y'all have? Can we throw a program around it, center around yeah. it? How can you so, make their experience here yeah. more like their experience? Because a lot of our, like, um, I want to say international students, they mm-hmm. be homesick a lot. Absolutely. It's, I mean, you're coming to a, I mean, we're different here. Yeah. We're, di- we're different. <laughs> they be homeschooled, and, and I know they be having holidays that they miss, mm-hmm. so... I was thinking about, you know, trying to make programming for them and make it feel like home. Absolutely. Not, I, I know Southeast is not going to be home, home, but just. For four years it is yeah. for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but just, you know, bringing. And some people come back. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's awesome. You know, you never give up. You never let, you never forget about where you came from, obviously. Yeah. And where you come from never changes when you come here. But yeah. obviously, you guys are making an effort to include people who may have different, you know, backgrounds and may be a little bit different than your average person, but not because of anything that's wrong with them, but because of just the way that they they grew up, maybe a different country, maybe a different ethnic situation, whatever it is. And so they're able to have an experience here at Southeastern. That's awesome. So we're running out of time. Just one question uh, at the end. I've been asking everybody this Final words. If you were to, and for you, I'd, I'd frame it from you're talking to a student. Mm-hmm. If you were talking to a student, your final words, it doesn't matter if it's just about the campus activities board, about the community, whatever it is. If you had one message to give to a student at Southeastern, what is that message? I would definitely say leaving your mark because Southeastern, once you come here, Southeastern is going to always be your home and you can always come back. So, I would definitely say leave your mark and use this time while you're in college as a free networking opportunity to gain those friendships and things like that because, again, this will always be home. So, Absolutely. That's a great answer. Thank you so much, Shanae, for coming on. Had a great time. This has been the Tangent Community Download. We'll see you next week, another great guest coming up, and we've enjoyed it. So we'll be back next time. Thank you so much for tuning in.